0: Ready? Yes, I just clocked out this bitch. Want to drink some beer and talk awesome some shit? That would make me very happy. Okay, let's go get smashed and talk about real important issues. We should make a podcast out of it.
1: I fucking quit! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Overtime Podcast. So, for all you people that are just clocking out of work, clock in here with us and have a couple of beers, have a couple of drinks, and here's talk about some things that might affect you. And are definitely affecting everybody else around us. Yep. In studio with me is my lovely co-host, the Heather Bear. What's up, darling? How are you? Oh, what's
1: up, baby? I'm doing good. You know, another easy day at work today. Now I just get to, I get to spend the rest of the day with you.
0: Man, lucky woman.
1: <laughs> if I got paid to spend the whole day with you, I'd chew that over working our job. <laughs> Man.
0: That'd be nice, though. That's mm-hmm. the goal.
1: That is the goal, baby. And I hope we get there one day.
0: One day, one day. Cheers. Cheers, baby so have you heard of something called peter pan syndrome
1: Mm, yes but go ahead and refresh my my memory on that please
0: okay i was reading i was reading an article about something called peter pan syndrome it's basically i'll read the article right now but it's basically the syndrome of grown men who play video games too much and that act like children. Yeah, grown men that act like children mm-hmm. and who, I guess, don't really want to face responsibility. They have a job, a so-so job, but they're just content. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they're content. And there's an article that I want to read here. Mm-hmm. Watch. Is it, is it up on the screen? Yes, sir. Okay. It, it basically, it says, we have a lot of young and not so young men out there that are stuck in what we call Peter Pan Syndrome. They don't want to grow up. They play video games a lot. They have a so-so job. They have no desire for promotions or upward advancement. They're perfectly fine the way they are. They just want to be left alone. For many, this scenario garners a reply of, so what? Just leave them be. For many of the people, like Jordan Peterson, they see this as an existential crisis. It's the next fall of Rome. Let's face it, for many men, their internal drive for self-improvement comes from one place, their role as a provider within their relationship. They have a wife and kids. That's why they work hard for that promotion. The wife wants to move into a bigger house. The kids will soon be teens and will want cars of their own, college after that. Would these men like to play games and goof off on a regular basis? Yeah, sure. Every now and then, they may attempt to do so, but their wife and social circle will be pretty quick to shame them for it. How many men relaxing and watching football have heard something like, you know, Debbie's husband got a promotion last week and they're going to the Bahamas to celebrate. Did you ever talk to your boss like you said you would about that promotion? The message, you have responsibility. Don't you forget it. (laughs) I need to see more ambition out of you. There's nothing inherently wrong with playing the part of the provider. Somebody has to provide the fuel to keep the family responsibility machine going, after all. The problem is this. There has to be some kind of reward associated with a lot of the hard work. Duh. Why else would you put in all the time and effort? You may be a religious person and feel that your reward comes in the form of eternal salvation, Or you may simply want the reward of love, devotion, and partnership as you go through life. Regardless of what your belief system may be, human nature dictates there also needs to be an absence of severe negative consequences for taking on the responsibility. In other words, if I were to try and sell the concept of providership and responsibility within a relationship to a group of young men, and I tell them, quote, you have about 50% chance that it won't work out with your partner. In the end, you may end up with no wife. Less money, less self-esteem, less freedom, and a world of headaches. Or dot dot dot. It may work out. There's no way to know, really. Well, that doesn't sound like a very good sales pitch. (laughs) But that's true, though. Yeah. I I had seen some uh some some studies where I think the divorce rate was like 50%. So that's like I think Joe Rogan put it. That's like getting into a parachute and being told there's you have one of (laughs) one out of (laughs) two chances that shit just fucking failing on you. So this is precisely the sales pitch that many of our young men have been getting for years. These young men see their beaten down dad starting over after divorcing their mom. They see mom struggle with money. They see dad struggle with being alone. They see parents working 50 plus hours per week just to keep the lights on and food on the table. They see dad driving his kids around to eight different sports games and practices only to come home and answer work emails for an hour. Man, what a... That sucks, but... That's also life, huh? Yeah. And then pass out on the couch. Then he wakes up at 6 a.m. and does it all over again. I
1: wish I
0: could wake up at 6 (laughs) a.m. We as a society have done a really, really shitty job of keeping this provider responsibility machine running as intended. We really dropped the ball. Big time, of course. Our young men are stuck in Peter Pan mode. It's not laziness. It's the result of years of observation. They sat back took it all in, and noped right the hell out of there. Nah, that's cool. I'll stick with video games. What do you think about that?
1: Oh, man. I, how can I say this? You know, you mentioned in that article about the the dad working an eight to five job right going home still working either outside of the house or taking other kids to like sports things like that getting home still working more getting up super early i think that's kind of awesome like that's what my dad did you know what i mean right and i don't feel like because i've seen him do that for so long that i want to be lazy and just stay home and not have to worry about the responsibility like I think we have to have the drive in ourselves and it's also how i was raised like my parents always told me and my sister like work your ass off yeah go to school get great jobs so you don't have to really work like if you do something that you love are you really working you know what i mean yeah i think a lot of these like peter pan boys are spoiled by moms they don't have to throw out the fucking oh. trash they don't have to mow the yard like and then they get used to all of that. So when they're 20, 21, they hope to find maybe a woman that will do all of that. And they can still play games. Like, no, grow the fuck up.
0: <laughs> you don't think that maybe I'm not, not to defend Peter Pan boys. Cause I'm not a Peter Pan boy. I wish I could be a Peter Pan boy though. You know? And it's not so much like, it's not so much the just playing video games all the time. It's like the being content with just playing video games all the time. You know, like being so separated from responsibility that you just don't mind. Like, that's your escape, and you're in escape mode all the time. You're just fucking hanging out, playing video games, and that don't really have a sense of responsibility. Yeah. You know, because...
1: Well, that would be the life.
0: Right. Except...
1: But... (laughs) <laughs> right. How are you going to get the money to do all of that?
0: And I think I think the article was saying more, like this is becoming more and more accepted. Like and I t- I told you earlier that, sometime back there was you know I would see a lot on social media like these twenty something mm-hmm. like higher twenty somethings like females, talking about how they found it so sexy to date a dude who was a gamer. Right. And in my mind, at this point, I might have been, you know, close to 30 and something. And I'm thinking to myself, am I missing something? (laughs) Am I missing something? Like, so I don't
1: have to go to the gym. I've worked
0: my ass off to have a decent job, to be somewhat educated, you know, Mm -hmm. be able to contribute something. And here, like, you have this batch of females just thinking, just gamer dudes are like fucking sexy.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And, it's kind of a mindfuck because because I told you because I told you earlier that women are 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 typically the ones that that they're the ones that set set the tone for like yeah. for like what males do because all males really want to do is procreate yeah right <laughs> we go to college we get good jobs we want to be successful why to get the girl yeah right to to be able to how can I put this spread the seed, right? Yeah. And women, all they really have to do is be pretty. (laughs) Do they? I mean, that's where we get to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard.
1: (laughs) I I get that. (laughs) Like the whole men have to work more.
0: But, but, But my point is that, men have to stay men. Yeah. Right? Like men have to stay men like it's cool. Like you chase your you chase the paper, you chase your success and you get the girl. Then what? Yeah. Like how do you keep the girl? Because if you look at history, right? Fucking Napoleon Bonaparte, the emperor of the world basically. Like this guy conquered whatever the hell he wanted to conquer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh at the time, he was one of the most feared feared rulers in uh in uh in europe right and his wife cheated on him so like, you think to yourself like if a dude like that can't even can't <laughs> even stay with the girl like what, what are the he chances can't even be
1: like <laughs> you can't have somebody to be faithful to then we're all fine yeah
0: and then i mean and you see things like what happened with johnny depp right like johnny depp has like a million girls who who would throw bang, themselves bang at him, him yeah. in a heartbeat right but then again like you can get the girl, but how do you keep her? Like, how do you keep her happy, right? And here's where here's where you gotta say, here's where I say, but y- you gotta not only be able to to get the girl, like to attract the girl in the first place, but you keep them by by staying, by keeping your masculinity,
1: by being who you were before you met them,
0: right? Like that. What like the what attracted you? Yes what attracted her to you in the first place, like you can't continue. Right. And it's so funny because even though the women will say, I want him to change, right? Like I was attracted to you because you were this, Mm -hmm. but now I want you to become this. And then the dudes out of weakness, out of whatever change and become that. And they get cheated on or they end up in fucking court or they're getting their bed shat on. And...
1: <laughs> <sighs> I think we're talking about a different topic now.
0: <laughs> no, it's all, it's all the same. It's all the same because if you cuz if you think about it. Right? Like the topic of of this podcast was when love turns to shit. Yeah. Right? And we started off the podcast with talking about Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah. Right?
1: But that goes back to okay, let's go back to that real quick. Society is saying that that's more It's being accepted more, right? That these grown-ass men are just being gamers. They're content with their shitty job, shitty pay, things like that. Put yourself in, like, a woman's role. Okay. And you came home to a man who all he did all fucking day was maybe work at, like, a crap job. And now he's home on the recliner playing video games. There's no interaction between you two like would you be okay with that is that acceptable in your relationship like would you be okay with Heck that no yeah so why is society saying it's acceptable like get your fucking ass up and work like and yeah. i don't know how girls can be attracted to that i have had one video console like game <laughs> console my entire life and it was like the super nintendo and i still have it like i don't buy games like games are for babies like kids
0: well sometimes you know sometimes again like it's everything taken to everything taken to an extreme could could backfire on you yeah you know everything taken to extreme that includes video games right but there is still that fucking phenomenon whatever you want to call it of some females being attracted to the whole the gamer stereotype right
1: But are they attracted to that? What's that one rich guy's name?
0: I I would love somebody to comment and tell me, especially if you're a female, if you're attracted to gamers, like what is it? Like, what is it about gamers that, that, uh,
1: or maybe women like
0: turn you on?
1: (laughs) Maybe some women like that because their men are too, like, Into the game that they're allowed to go out and do shit. I don't think it's that.
0: I don't think it's that because at the end of the day, I think women want a man, you know. But
1: are you really a man if you're stuck to the TV playing like freaking Halo or whatever? So you're saying
0: so you're saying women are full of shit?
1: (laughs) Not all women.
0: Okay, so then let's talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Okay. Okay.
1: That's interesting.
0: Right. So there was an interesting podcast I listened to earlier, and they were talking about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, right? How it basically all it it fell apart, and they were replaying some of the conversations that Amber and Johnny were having, mm-hmm. right? And they made a point to say that the way that Amber was talking to Johnny, mm-hmm. it was like he was completely demasculated. Like she was talking to him like he was a baby, you know, like talking down to yeah. him, right? And it's like if you're in, at a point in a relationship, right, where your woman is talking to you with such contempt and disrespect and talking to you like you're a child. Mm-hmm. You think she's gonna want to bang you? You you think you think she's you think she's gonna wanna like do you think she f- let me choose my words here very carefully because it's hard for me to fathom a woman who disrespects her man, mm-hmm. finding him sexy, finding him attractive. Like, like, when you reach a point where you lose as a man, like, your masculinity yeah. in her eyes, like, what's left? Like, how do you gain that back? And yeah. and it's obvious that what happened with Johnny and Amber was he had, like he completely lost his masculinity in her eyes, mm-hmm. right? And that's why she was talking to, to him the way she was talking to him. Now, she was probably blitzed out of her mind drunk. Or, I think
1: they both were. Yeah. Like, And he probably took it to another level like with the drugs and the alcohol so she felt like i kind of have a feeling that this girl planned it for so long to screw this guy over
0: why do you have that feeling
1: like why would you record certain conversations certain interactions between you two like when he's hitting the walls like granted like you and i can probably get upset and if you're hitting your guitar on something i'm not going to go and like videotape you for doing it like i want to say this was all planned like she wanted to ruin his career because he probably wanted to leave her
0: but there was a point where they had where they were in love right there there, there had to be a point where so you two people fall in love Mm -hmm. there's like that euphoric state where Mm -hmm. that honeymoon phase where you're you're banging 20 times a week maybe a day um wow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and you can't get enough of each other. You're always, you're always wanting to, you always mm-hmm. want to be around each other. But then, like it hits, like you hit a certain point, right, where eh, things start to change.
1: I don't think you hit a certain point. I think the relationship just becomes more. Um, what's the word I want to use? Like serious, and then now you're doing more things together that don't involve going out every night to see each other. Or- the relationship grows, you know what I mean?
0: right? but but the initial attraction phase starts to fade away, which is why eventually you're not having sex as much as you were in the beginning, right? Like I've never met a couple who, twenty years in, is ha- still having as much sex as they were in the very beginning. i mean i've've've I've, I've never met that couple. Well,
1: I've never even asked a couple of that like
0: I, i've I've asked a few
1: <laughs> no, but something had to have happened because I, I was reading up on it. He had been sober for a while Before like He got with Amber Heard Okay. Then he got back into the drugs And alcohol while with her
0: So she drove him nuts huh
1: So that's what I'm saying like Something probably happened in that relationship where he just Wasn't maybe happy anymore Mm -hmm. And he wanted out And maybe She fed him all the alcohol All the drugs and then it's like okay I got you Now I'm gonna film all this shit And now you're gonna go down because you don't want to be with me. That's kind of like how I'm taking all of this. You know, that's just speculation. That's just my opinion on shit. But I think she's very toxic too.
0: Obviously. You think some people just bring out the worst in each other?
1: Yes. You
0: think like some personality types just bring out the shittiest, darkest aspects of like each other's personalities? Mm -hmm. Like if you if you were to
1: and it's usually the ones that have like the Best sex together, but then can't stand each other outside of the bedroom. Like is that you know crazy? what I mean? Like it's just it's a toxic relationship, and that's probably the only thing that binds them is like the sex. It's and vo- then it's like, okay, fight for four or five more days and then sex it up and then, and then fight. Make like, up sex, yeah. Yeah. It's
0: but that but it's the volatile personalities, right? Like, I you know what I want to find out because Elon Musk dated Amber Heard, right?
1: Yes, they did it for
0: a while. You know, you know what would be interesting to find out is who broke up with who. Well,
1: I'll Google it a little for
0: you. Google it. Google it. I want to know. Elon. But yeah, uh, I mean, so like, like I was mentioning earlier, like when you start off in a relationship, you you have the the maximum attraction phase, right, where where you're just attracted to that person, right? Like for men, mm-hmm. the initial thing. I'm speaking for myself, but I think I'm speaking for most men when I say this. The initial thing that attracts you to to a female is looks. Yeah. Right? For females, it's probably the same. But it's not only looks.
1: No, because then you have women that are dating like sugar daddies that are like 80, 90.
0: But that's different, though. There's there's needs there that need to be met. Financial needs, yeah. (laughs) yeah. No, but, but I'm saying like, I think, and we talked about this, right? Was it with you? Where... Yeah, yeah, we, we we're talking about it about the whole sexual harassment at work thing, you know about if a creepy, ugly looking guy says "Hey, baby," to a coworker like that could be seen as sexual harassment. Oh yeah. But if a better looking guy who she's attracted to says the exact same thing, it's a uh, you know it's a possible you know rendezvous later, you know.
1: <laughs> a dinner date.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean. Women are also attracted to, uh, you know, go through by looks and shit, you know? Yeah. But I guess my point was after after a while, the the attraction starts to fade. And then you see if, like, your commonalities can keep the relationship going. Yeah. Right? Like, that's when the other stuff starts to matter. Mm-hmm. Like, what you have in common. Right? Your family backgrounds, the way you guys were raised, what you what you your vision of what family looks like Mm -hmm. right your attachment styles right your love languages like we we were talking about you know uh then all that stuff starts to your religion Mm -hmm. your political views like everything right your Mm job how much money you make Mm -hmm. right like all that stuff starts to play a role a lot lot of people don't want to admit that now, a lot of people don't want to say that those things matter when you're talking about love, but they do. But they
1: do, yeah. But they
0: do, right? Maybe not initially, but then they start to they start to kick in after mm-hmm. after the attraction phase. And that's when you start to see, can this work yeah, or should we end it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of people don't end it. A lot of people don't end it because it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where you get into the cheating. That's where you get into uh, or just putting up with each other's behavior and you get into toxic relationships and you end up in court. Yeah. Explain how you woke up or you walked in to shit on your bed right <laughs> so like when when have have you seen like parts of this of this trial
1: i have seen parts of it
0: like what do you, like what do you think about that shit like what what like that's love gone wrong but like what, but diagnose it like pretend you're pretend you're their marriage counselor <laughs> and you have them on your couch and everything that's happening in court is happening in front of you and they're just telling you what do you tell them
1: i'd tell them to run like and from never, each other yeah and no. don't look back like <clears throat> i don't think he's been on the stand yet i think it's just been her right or did he take the stand today no
0: he he's already taken the stand has he yeah
1: i haven't seen anything on him just on her
0: this was a couple this was a couple of weeks ago
1: no, she would just testified yesterday. But she was just put on the stand yesterday. But
0: he's been on the stand too.
1: I, anywho, so like everything that they've been asking her and her responses, like this chick just looks fake, and she's trying to like make up a story as she goes. So and they've even like questioned her like, but you just said this under oath, and now you're saying this. And I think she had even pledged like their divorce like seven million dollars to a charity. That she has yet to pay.
0: I heard about that. So she's just like a straight up piece of shit, huh?
1: I think so. Like, I don't think she's all there. And she got so caught up in this lie of the abuse that it makes her look stupid now. And you look at him and he's just calm, cool, collective. Like, I think he already knows since day one, like, everybody's on his side. Yeah, You know what I mean? So as their marriage counselor, I would tell him, like, dude, run away from her. And don't answer her. Don't look for her. Like, and her like. Don't you need more look, help than me. Like, don't you know what look
0: I mean? back.
1: Don't yeah. But some people like that toxic. Like
0: they. I don't think people like it. I I they think thrive off of it at times in some relationships. <sighs> like, but in a in a dark in a dark kind of way. Yeah. Um. But I think those people already like already go into relationships with problems. And maybe problems isn't the, isn't the word, but they already go into relationships with with emotion. Yeah. With emotional issues. Right. And they're drawn to like the initial attention Mm -hmm. that, that, uh, that whoever is the partner gives them. Right. Like, I mean, there's a lot of like dark personality types that, that go into this, right. Like the narcissistic types that I don't know if Johnny Depp strikes me as somebody with a dark personality,
1: He was probably at a dark place because of all the abuse, like the the alcohol abuse, the drug abuse. Yeah. I would assume you'd have to be in a dark place to be that bad. Right. But I don't think he's a dark person in the sense of, like, beating a woman. And I think all his exes have, like, vouched for him that he's not this person she's claiming him to be. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think this chick is just and that, fucking crazy. And that
0: counts for something.
1: Yeah, I I would think so. Like
0: Did you find out who who broke up with who?
1: Elon broke up with
0: her. Elon broke up with her.
1: I'd be fighting him. That guy's a bazillionaire. <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Smart guy then. He, yeah. he probably saw the he probably saw the red flags.
1: But then again, this guy's been married like seven times. That's true. And has like 13 kids. Like does he really? He has a shit ton of kids. hmm
0: I didn't know that. So he's but been he's see. been married seven times.
1: Or maybe he has seven kids. Let me see.
0: <laughs> God damn. At, th- at that point, man, when you're married seven times, dude, and you're a billionaire like that, you just don't give a
1: goddamn. <laughs> you just don't give a shit. Let's see. <clears throat> Spouse. Okay. I like. He had two spouses.
0: This is number twice.
1: Two spouses, one partner, which is the girl he's with now, I think. He has eight children.
0: He has eight kids. Mm-hmm. And no wonder he's so comfortable here in the Valley, man. We, he fits right <laughs> in our culture, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's just like us, dude. He's a normal guy.
0: Yeah, except he has billions of dollars in the bank.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, like, so you're in a relationship,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you've been in a relationship, what, five years? So-
1: going on six going on
0: six years like at what point especially when you've invested so much time Mm -hmm. like at what point do you say all right this this is getting this is getting ugly like this is this isn't worth it anymore yeah and like noticing that or identifying that problem right but then fighting your heart on it Mm -hmm. because that's always a struggle right yeah you see the red flags you see the problems in the future that mm-hmm. are ev- eventually gonna come. Yeah. Right. Because you're always button heads mm-hmm. and you you're seeing the problems that are gonna that are just right around the corner. Mm-hmm. But yet your heart
1: you're invested. It's it,
0: it insists mm-hmm. on like just pulling it through. Yeah. Right. And you sometimes you even get into like autopilot in yeah. relationships, right? And you just it's routine. Yeah, routine. Like at what point is it best just to say, you know what, like we need to cut our losses. Like this is gonna end ugly if we don't.
1: Yeah. Um, you know what? I think in my relationship we've come not too close, but close to saying, like, you know what? We can take a step back. I don't think this is like working. But she pledged the donation. <laughs> um mm-hmm.
0: Sarah answers, but she pledged the donation.
1: <laughs> and she said, "It's like a house. You don't pay for the whole house at <laughs> once. You pay it monthly." Like she's so dumb. I've <laughs> never heard. Yeah. Wow. She's like, you don't just buy a house and just pay for it all at once. You do it like within the years. And I'm like, oh, fucking idiot. Um,
0: and she's got problems.
1: She does. Um, so I think, like, for us, you know what. Our communication sucked for a very long time, and we're barely getting on track with it because we would just deal. Like, we were the type that, oh, this is going on, deal, throw it under the rug. But then it would always come back up, and then throw it under the rug, come back up. So, But
0: why would you guys throw it under the rug?
1: To not argue. To not
0: get into problems? Yeah. Even though that might have solved the...
1: Yeah, it might have, but we were just, we're two of the same people, Mm -hmm. and we can talk the same act the same and it just we'd bump heads at that point so finally like we just took a step back to really figure out like what is this what are we doing will it be worth it and i think you have to get to that point where you can allow the space the time to think about it to miss each other to figure out if that's really what you want you know what i mean i don't think i could ever say like fuck it i'm done and just walk away like I'm a fixer. I want to fix everything. Yeah.
0: So, so I, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go, go ahead. So, I have a question that's going to make you think. <laughs> would Heather, if Heather now mm-hmm. could go back six years and talk to Heather six years ago,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what advice would you give her? Would you say don't do it? No. no not at all. <laughs> okay. You, but be honest though, because because I know we're on a podcast, and I know you the fears are that partner might listen but you would say you would say what
1: talk like communicate don't hold shit in and it's not gonna be easy but it'll be worth it because what, what i'm this relationship i've never once thought of it as a mistake or mm-hmm. i don't regret it not for once you know what i mean but if i could tell myself six years ago like what was going to happen I would just say like hey sometimes you may have to take a step back right. to process everything like you don't have to have it solved in the hour like you know what I mean communicate better that's what I would tell myself and hey if I could tell myself like 20 years ago like hey get your financial shit in order I would do that more than stop pl- stop, playing, stop playing
0: so much games <laughs>
1: Like every relationship,
0: it's... Hey, what's up, Nadia? She goes, hey, Raleigh, sweet shirt. Appreciate it. Like the matching cap, too?
1: (laughs) That's pretty sweet now that we got that going.
0: Yeah, thanks for for stopping by. We're talking about relationships and Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and at what point it all goes to shit and at what point... Because like we were talking about earlier, it starts off with two people madly in love, right? And then it ends up in court like this, like or dead or yeah or dead or your you you were you, penis
1: cut off or your fucking
0: penis cut off. What's that? What's the that wee-wee. story? What's the wee wee story?
1: The wee wee story is Lorena Bobbitt.
0: Lorena Bobbitt. Explain that one.
1: And you know what? Like. <laughs> we laugh about it because the guy's alive and he's doing well
0: it's so messed up and he was a and he and he, and he was in several porn porn like after porn, that right?
1: yeah what the movie still worked um and it's so weird lorena bobbit like she's a latina too like you know what i mean
0: bobbit. i don't know like it just oh that's that's the, no that's, that's the dude's that's last name man's right?
1: name yeah so there was like domestic violence between their marriage and so he was stuff. abusive he was abusive and she yeah. had accused him of rape and things like that oh. um i think she just got tired of his shit and one night she woke up and sliced his wee wee off with a knife and then drove off with it in her hands and freaking threw it in a threw it in the field like <laughs> what like you know what i mean like how bad was that that, that was fucking toxic shit. Yeah. But how do you go from maybe just taking him to court for rape to, like, cutting his dick off?
0: How are the laws with, like, being married and, and rape? Is it still considered rape?
1: I would assume so. I think no means no, no matter if you're married or not.
0: I think, there, I think there could be some states have different laws in the books on stuff like that. Really? I think so.
1: And that's interesting. I'll look that up. But still, like...
0: So, so they were married. He was being abused. Okay. So what if Did, was was he accused of cheating on her?
1: It, you I don't know that much. I don't know that much. Maybe.
0: So she's like so jaded by this dude that she just cuts his dick off. Yeah. And just chugs in the field. Yeah. Dude, there's there's a documentary on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it. Like the cop who found the dude's the dude's junk. Is explaining, <laughs> is explaining the point that he found it. He was like, I was walking through the field. I knew I was in the area where she said she had dumped it. I'm looking <laughs> around. It's nighttime. But I'm passing my flashlight on. I'm like, oh, shit. There it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, what are you doing? You yeah, he's like, it? so like-
0: so. I had to get my gloves on and I had to just imagine being that cop. Imagine uh, Gene, imagine just being in that place where <laughs> where you're Imagine what it being the cop and what's going through your mind. You're like, this is my job, and I'm looking, I'm in a field right now looking for some dude's junk.
1: And he's like, I signed up to protect and- the people
0: <laughs>
1: and I'm picking up dicks in a field. Like
0: And there's a time limit on this. So I'm 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 sick. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta hurry my ass up and
1: find not- this
0: dude's penis before he just can't use it anymore. Like Is he
1: running through a field with an ice chest full of ice? Like that's insane.
0: Like but the, the pressure's on, man. But you see, but like, so there's that story that's insane. Then there's the one about that chick who stabbed the dude that you were talking about twenty seven times in the shower.
1: Oh, the Jody Arias.
0: Jody Arias. Yeah,
1: and they had met like at some conference.
0: Oh, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait. Back to the to the to the Bobbit story where she mm-hmm. c- cut off the dude's penis. Dude, we laugh about it.
1: Yeah.
0: Ain't that sick? Yeah. Like we laugh about it because he's a dude. Mm-hmm. And so we're here on a podcast and we're talking about how this dude got his penis I don't think chopped off and we're laughing about it. But imagine like if the dude had like chopped off her tits.
1: Yeah.
0: Or She's like. Fucking or, sicko. Yeah. Right. We'd be like, dude, what the fuck? What's wrong with him? Like, What's yeah. Up with this? But instead we're over here laughing. What's wrong with us?
1: <laughs> Nothing. We're laughing at the fact that a cop had to go pick up some guys weaving a field.
0: Right, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> We're ima- not laughing. but imagine would you be laughing if the dude had to pick up some tit off from tit from the field? No. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: Why is it different? Why is there a double standard when it comes to like when There's it comes to stuff like a this? A
1: double standard in life, period. Like about everything and anything. It's It's not funny. But we still laughed about it. Yeah. I don't know. Like
0: I'm ashamed. Are you really? No. no. <laughs> because no, because the dude but, like, became a porn it's... star afterward. Like he's living it up. And it works. And he got a documentary made made about him. And yeah. work, I mean, not maybe one in the best light, but I mean he's
1: and his junk still works now. Like, so the guy's okay. But then we think about like Chris Brown. Oh.
0: And she got away with oh, yeah. it. And she got and she didn't serve a day in jail. You no.
1: Know, she was just in like a loony bin for like forty five days because it was uh what did, what did I tell you it was insanity.
0: So she pleaded in insanity, and they put her in a loony bin for for forty five days. One yeah, and half. Loony bins not the right word, right? But they put her in a, in a mental in a, in a, in a mental house, yeah. Uh, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Again. If it was the other way around, yeah. This I'd guy do, be like do, doing would be like, dude would be doing time. at least 15 to 20, easy. Mm-hmm. And everybody would be saying how he deserved it. Yep. Yeah, it's funny the way funny the way our society works, right?
1: But then again, she probably painted the, the picture of the rape, the abuse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, can a woman really beat a man that bad, like to where he wants to like cut her stuff off? You know what I mean? Like is that why it was okay that she didn't get time because he put her through all that abuse? You know what I mean? If it was a a man that I was... Think,
0: but that's never okay. It's kind of like what we talked about last time about, about women abusing men in public and the guy really can't do shit about it because yeah. as soon as he defends so, himself... That's what
1: I'm saying. Like, if a man was being abused mm-hmm. verbally and whatever, physically, and he does this would he be treated the same?
0: Right. You know what uh, I mean? I, I don't know. But you were going to say about Chris Rock.
1: No, Chris... Uh, Rihanna and Chris Brown. Oh, Chris Brown. Like, when he beat the shit out of her, like, nobody laughed about it. But then we laughed about this girl in the wee-wee. Like, you know what I mean?
0: You know, speaking of that, there's some. there was a funny... Let me see if I can find it. Because there was a funny bit. I can find this. Y'all are going to thank me for it. Oh, gosh. Talks about Bill Burr. Y'all know who Bill Burr is, right? You know who Bill Burr is? Oh, here it is. After saving with customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual, I customized everything. Ah, fucking hands. Marco's backpack. Look, I realize I'm coming off pretty ignorant right about now. I realize that. Let me extend it all a branch then, okay? I realize that there's some animal guys out there, okay? Horrible, horrible guys, guys, you know, uh, have a rough day at the factory, factory come, come home to a, a casserole, casserole, and <laughs> just go to right? I'm not trying to say that those people don't exist.
1: I realize they <laughs> exist, but they should be buried underneath the prison. Okay? So if I can admit that, ladies, can you at least admit that every ass kicking doesn't just fall out of the fucking <laughs> sky? Oh, God. Really? Even hockey has two minutes for instigating. <laughs> they understand that some back and forth happened before that shit. Did, you know. <laughs> you know
0: what it is? Is every case is handled like that Rihanna one? Where they just say the guy's a piece of shit, fuck this guy, blah blah blah, send him to jail. And then they never ask anything
1: about that. You know? I'm not saying he should have done it. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just just saying <laughs> too, in your heart of hearts. What do you think was going down before that happened? You think she was just sitting there going, Oh my God, Bastion Robbins, you want to get some ice cream? (laughs) You know? What do you think? Maybe they were having some epic end of the relationship fight and some crazy shit was being said. Maybe she was screaming in his ear some crazy female shit like, Oh, fuck all your friends. I don't give a fuck. Be fair, she could have just been sitting there going, "I need a tissue. Do you keep those in the glove box?" Oh my god, I'll bring my, I'll bring my <laughs> But it's true. Like I don't think anybody ever once said like she deserved it. Like everybody was just like, "What a piece of shit." Right. But what makes all these And I don't want to just say women because there's also been men that they get fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then you have the the one that you sent me—the murder for the hitman. Yeah, no. to kill her husband. Like, I want to know in that situation what was it that she wanted to have her husband killed? Because the- it doesn't really talk about any violence, any abuse, any cheating. I, and again, she's from Mexico City. Right. Comes over here on a visa,
0: and he he. He's from America.
1: He's from America. And he marries her. He marries her. Legal-
0: makes her legal.
1: And they right. have a good business. I think it's like a boxing gym. Uh, yeah, or- yeah, a boxing gym. So they're living a pretty good life. And then she just wakes up one day finding this man dead.
0: That's crazy. Like, I
1: I want to know, like, why? Or did she just flip one day and say, like, I don't want him. I'm already a citizen. Like, let me go find somebody else.
0: That's that piece on Vice, right? Mm-hmm. That I sent you? And you can tell that the dude was, like, genuinely in love with her. Right, and there's a part I don't know if you saw it, but there's a part where he's talking about where he's like sitting in court, listening to the woman that he loves Mm -hmm. explain why I'm sure no no, he still loved her
1: oh
0: but what can you do at that point right how she wanted him dead Mm -hmm. you know and the only reason he wasn't dead was because somebody in at the gym now that I'm remembering somebody at the gym.
1: Overheard her. Overheard
0: her talking on the phone, and gave him the hunch.
1: Well, he, no, he overheard the wife telling the daughter, like, "Hey, I know people in Mexico. Then, like, can like chop them up." That's right. That's right. So then he played along. I can chop them up. Like, hey, I know somebody.
0: Oh yes, right. And so he
1: actually saved this man because he told him like the next day, like, hey, "This is what your wife's gonna do to you." So then they went to the cops and they staged his whole death, like. Can you imagine like
0: Oh, that's right. They staged his death. Yeah,
1: they even buried a hole. They put the makeup on him like the bullet hole in the head, the nosebleed like
0: Oh, and then they filmed her. They filmed her when when the cop cuz it was a cop. Yeah. It was a cop playing in in as an undercover. As an undercover. Right. The, as and, the hitman. And like they filmed the transaction where like she he showed her the pictures. Yeah. And she was and like laughing. She was like laughing about it. Did you imagine that?
1: But imagine being that man having to literally walk into your own grave to play dead. Like, can you imagine? To that? save your life. To save your life, yeah. But can you imagine, like, what goes through your head? Like, my wife is gonna have me killed. Like,
0: for no reason. For no reason. And there was no, like, there was no documented Mm-mm. cases of abuse or any of that shit, right? Mm-mm. But again, like, real bird was saying, like, that shit doesn't just fall out of the sky. Like, that kind of, like, that kind of, like, Hatred to want somebody that doesn't just fall out of the sky, unless this bitch just was demented and was only using him for like citizenship. for citizenship money, and then she wanted and then she wanted yeah. him done because she wanted to live her life.
1: But now she's spending like twenty some years in jail, and That's then they're probably like deport her ass back. Can she stay a citizen? No, right? I don't know. Hmm. But. It just goes back to, like, what was the, the title of this?
0: Oh, When Love Goes to when Shit. Love Goes
1: to Shit. Like, when do you, like, you asked me, when do you know that's the time? Like, to save yourself from either being dead, going to court, having your penis chopped off, being stabbed in the shower 27 times. Like, when do you say enough's enough when you, hey, like, call the cops, restrain order. Like,
0: yeah. But it's also just, a lot of that shit is just luck. Don't you think like luck in
1: what sense? Well like
0: luck in the sense That how do you know This person that You're initiating A conversation with at the bar You're who you're gonna marry Two years later is this Fucking psycho or has that Dark side of the personality that's just gonna Chop off your dick
1: yeah
0: or Stab you 27 times They seem normal enough to get into a relationship With yeah right but somewhere along the way, that dark side comes out, mm-hmm. right? But by then, it's too late. But
1: something causes it.
0: But that's why I'm saying. But like, right, something causes it. But you, I mean, a normal person can get pushed and the normal response would be, dude, I'm, I'm bouncing, you know, like, yeah. I'll, I'll see you later.
1: And does it always go back to like the, if I can't have you, nobody can?
0: What, what was that what Was that documentary called? Which one? The, is it the one about the chicken that was stabbed 27 times?
1: Oh, yeah, that's what it it's was called. If yeah. I can't have you, if
0: I can't have you, yeah, right? I can't have you. Oh, and, and the reason why she stabbed, she killed the dude, so she stabbed this guy 27. This is a completely different story, by this the is way. The Jody I, story. I, I don't want to confuse cases. Yeah. This is the Jody Reva story, Arias, Aria story. Yeah. And this is the one where they were married. No, 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 no,
1: so, so they, they were they just dating. Yeah, they met at a, I think it was like a Jehovah or Mormon conference or whatever. They met there. She wanted to be with him, and he was kind of like. It, like let's date and I right. guess maybe just to do like to have the sex
0: <laughs> so he wasn't too invested he
1: wasn't too invested she was invested okay. he wanted out I think he had like already like maybe met somebody else that he really wanted a relationship with right she goes to his house kills him in the shower stabs him 27 times slits his throat shoots him in the head Jesus like where'd that come from <laughs> you know what I mean
0: and she was and they met at a at like, like a religious conference
1: yeah And then she claims, like, that he was being, like, abusive to her.
0: But there was no evidence of it. But there was no evidence
1: of it. Yeah.
0: And so that bitch is in jail. Mm -hmm. I would hope.
1: Oh, yeah. So now do we just stay single (sighs) forever in the hope that we stay alive forever? Right, but
0: you see, like, so in that case, let that, let's say, let's take that story as true. Mm -hmm. This guy goes to a Jehovah's Witness conference, meets this chick, and says, you know what? Yeah, we'll date, you know, not doing anything wrong. Yeah. You know? I mean, a lot of us, when we're in the, in the dating, in the dating phase, like, you know, like I've told a woman before, like, listen, I'm not looking for anything right now. Uh, we can date, you know, we can, you know, hang out, go out for drinks and, yeah. you know, you never know what happens down the road, mm-hmm. you know? And then that's that. Well, what, what if I met somebody like that? Right. Just because obsessed. And then i I wind up getting my ass stabbed 27 times.
1: Or your wee wee cut off.
0: Or my penis cut off. <laughs> You know, that's what I mean by saying, like, it's, it's just it's just the luck of the draw, yeah. right? Like, when you're out and about, you know, you're meeting people. You could meet anybody. Yeah. You know? Some scary shit. It is. You end up with some bunny boiler, like Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction.
1: Oh, I, lo- I love that movie. <laughs> 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 have you ever seen War of the Roses? I have not. Uh, my sister's listening to this podcast. Like, that is our favorite movie. More her favorite movie, but... <laughs> You have to watch it. It's Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner, I believe that's her name.
0: Michael Douglas.
1: Um, dude, like these two people are so miserable with each other. They're married, they have two kids, and they just hate each other. <laughs> to where like they're gonna get a divorce, but you can't have this and you can't have that. Like it's to the point where I think they want something and they're fighting like on the second floor of like their house and they fall and they're like hanging on by a chandelier, Jesus. right? they both fall off the chandelier and at the very end like you think they're dead right and michael douglas is trying to hold her hand like i do love you type thing and she just fucking swats it away like <laughs> <laughs> even dying like they can't stand each wow. other great movie you need to watch. is it a comedy yeah oh okay and it's a dying devito like it's a good movie and watch it
0: war of the roses no mm-hmm. oh, i haven't seen it but it sounds like something i'm gonna watch
1: so but i think the moral of our story is Maybe you and I should just date each other because we won't kill each
0: other. <laughs> we'll Net be safe. One, not yet. Not yet. I don't
1: think I'd kill you, babe.
0: Well, like you know, like, but we all have like dark sides or to our, to, to our personalities, right? Yeah. Like, if you could be completely honest mm-hmm. and you were to examine yourself, mm-hmm. like, what would you say like the darkest parts of your personality are?
1: Oh, that's a good question
0: because i mean we all we all examine examine ourselves right yeah. we all know what our weaknesses are we all know what, what the things we could be better at right
1: mine would be like the jealousy thing jealousy yeah i could be very i don't want to say insecure but i'm a jealous person like what's mine is mine and that's it right you know and i think if it ever had to come out like that's what would take over like just this jealousy part of me where i give no fucks like mm. that that'd be a scary part i think
0: Yeah,
1: a dark part you
0: i would have to say that i think the one of the darkest like parts of my personality is that i can go cold mm. you know like I've, I've noticed that like especially in previous relationships like once i get to a point where like i feel like like so much resentment towards somebody like i just go i go cold you give no fucks. Uh, yeah, yeah i go cold and it like i can come across as you know not caring or not wanting to communicate like it's but it's at that point in the relationship like that's when you say like this is not that gonna not so this, this is not gonna work out right like i've, I've I've, I've heard it like just dis- described as like being in the same house with your partner, but being in two different rooms and trying to communicate from two different rooms uh, like that's that's the feeling and then being in a room that's just completely sealed and just yeah. not wanting to hear it, yeah, you know and that's that's a scary place to be if you are in a relationship mm-hmm. right if you're in a marriage, you as, know uh, yeah. You know, and if worse, if you have kids and stuff like that, where the thought of of having to talk about serious things with somebody is just repulsive to you.
1: And that is scary because, like, my partner is exactly the same. Like, if we're having, like, an off day, like, she shuts off. And I can't get her back until she, like, tells herself. Like, you know what I mean? and it sucks like it, it really does suck to be just closed off mm-hmm. cold like yeah i would say that's a very scary place to be at like yeah
0: and yeah i've i've been i've been called a, a narcissist because of because of that mm-hmm. but i don't think that's accurate you know because like there's like there's certain like personality traits that that a person exhibits right when when they're a narcissist right that means they all they really care is about themselves yeah right they don't care who they hurt yeah. it comes like kind of sociopathic right and i know that's not me mm-hmm. right but it's just that when i reach a certain point i mean with anybody really mm-hmm. with, it, it, i'm not even really talking about being in a relationship but in a relationship right because this is somebody that you're supposed to be sharing your life with and somebody you're supposed to love yeah and, like once I reach a certain point where, where I know that I've just I'm at I'm at that point. Like it's I just I get completely cold. Yeah, and I just and I felt that from you. Before. And and it's an ugly feeling. It is. It's an ugly feeling. It's okay. So I, I describe it like this. It's an ugly feeling because I know I feel it, but I can't do anything about it, yeah. and I can't fake. I can't fake what i would prefer to do yeah like i wouldn't prefer to to be cold and closed off but i can't fake what i would prefer to do which is to fix it right i would just prefer to no not prefer i would i I just become cold right and it's an ugly feeling because Cause you're, cause you're seeing it, you're, you're experiencing it and you, you know, it yeah. like you're examining it, right? Like you're seeing yourself from the outside mm-hmm. and you're thinking to yourself, dude, like if this is one thing that you need to change, like you need to change that. Yeah. Right. But it's like, it's not a s- switch that you can just yeah. flip like off and on, you know, it's just something that you got to deal with. Maybe mm-hmm. learn new techniques to work with it or whatever. Right. But I don't think somebody who's truly narcissistic even recognizes those patterns within themselves Yeah, enough to want to, to want to change, to want to change them, you know? So, yeah.
1: It is dark and don't go back there for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like I was, I said like, you've been that person to me, but it was like a misunderstanding, like miscommunication between us when we didn't talk like all week, remember? Mm. And we would just walk by each other and it's like, Okay, like neither one of us said hi to each other, like it's not you because I know you. Yeah. So when you get to that point or that part that you just shut off, like it sucks. Yeah. Cause
0: Because it it, it has the people around you who you know who like, care about you, love you, it, like, like and, if, and if questioning themselves yeah. and questioning things, yeah.
1: And it was just a total misunderstanding between the two of us. Yeah. Like that's all it was. And but we're at that point in our friendship that Okay, it's just water under the bridge, babe. Like we right. we talked about it, and it was a total misunderstanding, and we're good. Like, right. But just me seeing that part of you, I didn't like it. No. Because that's not you. But you get like that mm. in relationships and stuff like that. So, I agree with you. Like that's your your scary part of you.
0: Yeah, and I agree with you about your jealousy part because every time <laughs> you see me with somebody, you it's like you want to stab me twenty seven. Like, it. like you want to stab me twenty seven times. <laughs> Like with an epi pen. <laughs> with a, I, I would hope so. <laughs> Not with a knife. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, that was a good one. That was a good one, babe. That was a good one. Cheers. Cheers. My darling. to many we'll, more. We'll, we'll we'll do this again. Hopefully what's tomorrow? Thursday? Tomorrow's Thursday. But let's see if we get if we get some time to to get back in the studio tomorrow. <sighs> Sounds good, baby. And see what kind of conversation we can conjure up.
1: No, let, let our viewers think of something.
0: Yeah. Look, if you guys if you guys want us to talk about something, anything, whether local, whether you what you see in the news, what you're seeing, you know, happening around you, just send me a message. Let us know. We'll talk about it. You know, for those of you who commented, for those of you who watched, thank you. Um we're we're gonna be doing these these a lot a lot more throughout the week. You know, just topics like we did today. We're talking about relationships, talking about different stories yesterday we talked about that little white boy who who started cracking a whip on some black family's porch because she mm-hmm. was looking for that family's little you know nine-year-old daughter, daughter nine-year-old yeah. daughter and we were talking about racism and shit like that like it's it's not always excuse me serious topics but you know we we mix it up because there's a lot of shit going on going on around us you know some funny like the dude who got his wiener chopped off (laughs) and you know i mean and and some and some you know more serious you know sometimes we get political we try to stay away from that on this show
1: yeah but i don't like it
0: yeah but uh sarah ann thank you for commenting um and nadia thank you as always and um any final words
1: not at all baby we'll see you all tomorrow all right then i'll see you tomorrow
0: all right guys thanks for joining us
1: bye